Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Rail Talk Podcast. This is your host, C-Rail. This is episode 49. Hope everybody good. Hope everybody straight. We're going to jump into the episode. Got a couple of topics, a couple of things just want to jump into. Hopefully everybody enjoying their weekend. It's 4th of July weekend. By the time you hear this, it will be 4th of July. So I will say happy 4th. I don't even want to say happy 4th of July. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's Juneteenth on this side. So I will say happy 4th of July weekend for the people that do celebrate that. We're going to jump into it. Did y'all watch the BET Awards? I think the BET Awards was good. BET Awards was good. Had a lot of good performances. Um, They did a Diddy tribute. It was good to see all the old bad boy artists back on stage dancing, rapping, performing with Diddy. Um, Saw Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim kind of missed her role out there. She was getting a little too hyped before the performance came. She missed her cue and damn near missed the whole verse. She caught it at the end. I just got to say, though, man, Lil' Kim should have never messed with the surgeries, man. She was very, very good-looking woman back pre-surgery, back when she was in her prime. She didn't really need none of that surgery, man. That, that, that surgery just – that surgery got her looking like a different person, man. It's almost unrecognizable. If, if somebody would have told you that was Lil' Kim, you probably wouldn't know. Also, another singer got exposed on the BET Awards. Giveon was up there. He was singing. He blamed it on the mic. He blamed it on the microphone and the sound people, but it sounded crazy. Uh, I'm gonna give him the benefit of a doubt, man. Giveon a good artist. He could sing. He he dope. But um, I don't know, man. That wasn't the uh, microphone that that sounded like that when you were singing. Sounded a little rough. You feel me? Um, don't blame that on uh, BET. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? If you if you ain't sound good, you ain't sound good. It happens. You know what I'm saying? I I, I think you're a good singer. I'm a, Like I said, I'm going to give you the benefit of a doubt because your albums is fire. Definitely albums is fire. So I'm going to give you that. But you sounded crazy, beloved. You sounded crazy up there. Voice was crackling. Sounded a little wild, a little offbeat, a little, art, little, little Ray J-ish in the verses type status. You know what I mean? Uh, Bobby Valentino type. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Be safe though. Um, but for the most part, it was a good, good, uh, good show. It was good to see all of the black artists be um, be recognized for their talents. BET Awards should be held in high regard anyway, being as though that's our platform, our culture, hip hop. Jack Harlow did good. Um, I can't think of too many. Lil Wayne came out. It was it was good, man. It was a lot of a lot of artists. A lot of artists did their thing. It was good. It was good. I say for the most part the BET Awards was a success. It was good. I stayed up and watched it. It was good. Oh, and back to the back to the BET Awards. Diddy got up there. Diddy got up there, gave a gave a tribute to his late wife Kim and thanked a lot of people in his speech. 
It was a very, you know, if you know anything about Diddy, he's going to give you the motivational speeches. He's he very good at motivating and, and, and dropping gems. And he gave a speech, and he thanked all of the people that helped him. He thanked Kim, thanked his mom, and he thanked his ex, Cassie. And she's married, you know, happily married with children now. And I say that because in the crowd, he had his new girlfriend, Carisha, from the City Girls, Young Miami. He was dating Young Miami. She was in the crowd with a sign saying something. something. She was holding up a sign for Diddy in the crowd, cheering him on, saying, like, go poppy or something like that, the sign said. I forget what it read. But it looked crazy because she was holding up a sign, cheering him on, and Diddy in the crowd. I mean, she in the crowd and Diddy up there thanking his ex, his ex, and not giving one thanks to the girl in the crowd that's his new girlfriend holding up a sign, cheering him on. And y'all wonder why these hot girls is where they are. You know what I'm saying? Y'all Y'all want to be having that hot girl summer. Y'all, matter of fact, y'all want to be city girls. You know what I'm saying? But y'all got to understand where them city girls is, where we, where, where we as men put those city girls. Those are the ones you have fun with. You see, she was in the crowd. That's his girl. He ain't even acknowledge her. He acknowledged his ex. You know what I mean? Them city girls are just, it should be a lesson to you women, man. Like them city girls and the women with that type of attitude are just to have fun. Y'all not looked at as wife types. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you just want to have fun, you want to have fun. Because most of them are that type are young women. And they're not really ready to settle down. But she didn't get acknowledged. So it is what it is. The Cassie type was the one who who got claimed in public. Cassie type was the one who got, she not even with it anymore. And he thanked her. You get what I'm saying? So hope that don't go over y'all heads, man. Y'all women out there, man, who want to be them old, them city girls and all that. Um, also in the news, Ghislaine Maxwell, she was sentenced to 20 years in jail for her role in the, um, child sex trafficking or just child sex case that her and her former husband, Jeffrey Epstein had and the role that she played in it at. And, um, if you know anything about them, they had a very high power people in a corner, um, in a circle. Uh, as far as like past presidents, entertainers, political people, powerful people, and they all were in, involved in like a, a child sex ring. And she got a lot of secrets, and she didn't say a word, and she's taking it to the death. Um, and if you know anything about her, her former husband, Jeffrey Epstein, you know that he was a sick individual. They were into some sick shit together. So she is 20 years is... Fuck it. It's, it could, she she should have got more, but it is what it is. She's old. She'll probably die in prison. Um, but knowing she has high people in high high places, they'll probably take care of her in there. You know? Because she protected their names. So I'm pretty sure if uh, the names on that list got out, if she would have said something, it would have had this world in the uproar, man. Because um, they've they been into some crazy shit with some powerful people. I just put it like that. So... Hopefully this brought some peace to the victims that their family, to the victims and the families of the people who uh, fell victim to their to their reign, the terror that they had over children, 
um, to all of the all the harm that they caused all the victims. Hopefully, uh, this brings some peace to some of the families and some of the members uh, and some of the victims who are, I'm pretty sure, of age now and are adults. But on another note, um, sticking with this type of situation, R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in jail. R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in jail for his role in a similar situation, child sex, uh, child sex scandal type thing. And this is just one of the cases because he has a couple more, I believe, coming up uh, that he has to fight. And great artist, not taking nothing away from him as an artist. Great artist, one of the greatest, uh, one of the king of R&B. But outside of that, piece of shit of a man. Disgusting. Disgusting, like, piece of shit of a man. So he deserved every bit of time he got. Every bit of time. And, again, I hope this brought some type of justice to the victims that he harmed. And I hope that some of them can move past what he put them through. If you ever watched the documentary on Surviving R. Kelly, you'll understand that he was a very, very sick individual. He was into some weird shit, like really weird shit. He was a wild motherfucker. So um, he deserved to get every bit of time he got. And I think he's going to get a lot more time once the other trials um, proceed. And if he got 30 in this one, I'm pretty sure the rest of the trials are going to follow suit. He'll... he basically going to be in jail the rest of his life. Um, He's going to be in jail the rest of his life. He's not coming home no time soon. He's already old. He's already got to be in his 50s by now. So 30 years on the 50. You know, he's going to be 80-something years old by the time he get out. Yeah. And he's not going to get out, I don't think. Because that's just one case, like I said. So he got a couple more cases coming up. Um, Got a couple topics. And then we're going to get up out of here. A couple topics this week. Um... One of the topics I'm going to jump into is this questions, just quick questions. It's about three of them, and I'm going to give my opinion. And these aren't questions sent in from listeners. And again, if you have any questions, uh, send them to railtalkpod at gmail.com, and I will answer them on the podcast. Um, these questions are just general relationship questions, and I'm going to answer them. Uh, first, first one is, um, can being in too many previous relationships affect a person's dating skills um and again the question is can being in too many previous relationships affect a person's dating skills me personally i think yes and no i think yes it can affect their dating skills because if they've been in a lot of relationships one that means the relationships haven't worked so it could be something on their part or it could be something on the other part. Either way, it just lets you know right there they're not good at relationships because relationships shouldn't shouldn't have too many because they should work. should be long-term. Uh, shouldn't be too many far in between. But if you have too many, obviously something's not working and you're not compatible with a lot of people. It's just relationships don't work for you. And on top of that, if the relationships aren't working, you begin to grow resentment and you start to judge men and men vice versa with women. If a woman hurts a man, he's probably going to hold a grudge. A woman could hurt a man in middle school. He's going to hold that shit till he's old and, and treat all women the same and not believe any of them or shit. He's probably going to think that they all sneaky and up to something. Vice versa with women as well. So they might got a bad taste. Like women always say, oh, all men cheat or 
All men are dogs. Nah, that's just the men you dealt with. All the men you dealt with cheated on you. All the men you dealt with were dogs. Not all men are like that. There's plenty of men that are good dudes. There's plenty of men who are not going to cheat. You get what I'm saying? So they'll come into a relationship with that mindset already. If they've been in too many relationships, they'll come into that mindset and they'll take a lot of that out on you. So you'll have to work even harder. Um, you'll be doing all the right things and she'll still be waiting for you to fuck up. So she won't really receive you as she would like she should be uh, just just giving you a clean slate, being genuine and appreciating you, you know, so that's how it could um, affect you in a negative way. But in a good way, it could affect you. It could teach you a lot about different guys. It could teach you um, how to treat men because you might have learned, you might have thought you knew how to treat a man in the last relationship and you learned that was the wrong way. So, you know, in a new relationship coming up, you could treat a guy a different way and you learn from your past mistakes. That's the only thing I could say that's good about being in a lot of relationships. And it'll give you experience because, you know, most men my age in their 30s, we don't want no girl who's, you know, who don't really know what she's doing, who this might be her first relationship. She don't even know how to do anything, how to treat a man, what, how to cook, none of that. Like, we want to at least have experience. So being in all them relationships can kind of help a woman as far as having experience and knowing what to do. Because you don't want it to feel like a high school relationship. She don't know how to cook. She don't know how to talk to you. She don't know what to do. She don't, you know, she just don't have no experience in relationships. That's That can be uh, stagnant. The relationship could end up being stagnant because one man, one, one or the other part, the one partner could have way more experience and the other partner could have no experience, you know. So um, that's how that could affect. So that's the good and the bad about that. But, um. The next topic, um, how do you tell if somebody is committed or not? How do you tell if somebody is committed or not? Well, when you how to tell if somebody is committed or not, there's no surefire answer, but there are things you can look for to give you um, a clue. For instance, if they remember a lot of things about you, little like little things, like for instance, you're allergic to something. So they might make food and not make it with a certain ingredient because they know you're allergic. They just remember the little things or they bring you around like if a woman brings you around her family. Uh, she's probably taking you a little serious because you're not just a little fling, something that she just wants to so like a booty call. You're not really a booty call. She brings you around family. Um, if she posts you or he posts you on his social media. Yeah, they, they, they might be um, heading towards commitment. Um, another thing is if they cut off all of the people that they're seeing. Because if you're dating somebody and it's just dating and they can date other people, you date other people, that's one thing. But when you commit it, to know if they commit it is when they stop dealing with other people. They just deal with strictly just you. And now they're committed to just you. Now it's almost like exclusive. It's, you're, you're dating exclusive. Um... That's just a few ways to find out if the person is committed. You get what I'm saying? Um, and there's other little things, just little things you can you can find out if the person is committed. You know, they start thinking about a family with you. They start thinking about uh, a life with you in the future. They just involve you in the future, period. You know, whether it be marriage, children, they start thinking about that. Living together, getting a house together, whatever, whatever it is. They start um, start including you in their future. 
Um, and if somebody is committed, not saying this means that they're committed, but it's nine times out of ten they're leaning towards commitment is when they drop the L word, when they start saying love, love you, love you this, love you that. You know, once once love starts getting thrown around, uh, commitment usually follows. They uh, usually um, want to be with you in the long haul. It's usually um, usually long term. And, and people can throw the love word around and not really want to be with that person for the long term. It just might be lust or whatever have you. So that can be that too. So that's not like 100%, but it's just a sign. But, you know, usually time tells if somebody's committed to you. Long story short, time will tell. Um, yeah, just give it time and you'll know if the person is committed to you or not. Um, and they won't entertain other people. Like I said, um, the last question, last but not least, um, does love distract you from your goal? Does love distract you from your goal? No, but it can distract you in a way, but it can also motivate you. Uh, some people can, depending on if they're um, if they're focused on their purpose, it can't distract you because you're going to have tunnel vision. You're going to lock in. You're going to be you're going to have tunnel vision. You're going to be ready to just do what you got to do. Love will come and you just rock with it accordingly and still get back on track. You never get back. You never fall off track. You just keep it, keep it pushing. But some people get in love and they let it uh can let it sidetrack them. They'll get a. They'll get sidetracked. They'll start just wanting to be with that person every day. Forget about what they want to do and just do what that person want to do. They might be good at uh, music and then they get with this person and they might just not have the passion no more. And they just might not want to do music no more. Whatever that they had in mind that they were, uh, whatever their purpose was that they were focused on, whatever it is, they just might fall back from it for a while because, you know, some people... And then with the wrong person as well, like if if it's not really love and you think it's love, the wrong person can distract you from your goal. They might purposely tell you to stop doing certain things or hanging around certain people or spend more time with them and less time doing what you what you love to do. Nobody should ever have you. Nobody should ever take you away from what you love to do. You know, you got to have your you got to have self love at the end of the day. Um. So at the, so with that being said, I mean, yeah. It can and it can't, you know, if you're strong, it can't sidetrack you. And uh, and it will also motivate you because the right person will motivate you to do what it is that you love to do. They'll see what you do. They'll see how much happiness it brings you. They'll even add to it. You know, they might make it easier on you. Like if you say if you're an actor, she might help you go over your role, um, go over your uh, lines at night or something while y'all in the crib or cheer you on or help you, you know, book acting gigs or whatever you're doing. Uh, she might help you with if they they can motivate you and love can also like I said you could be self-motivated because you might look at your significant other or the person that you love and be like I want to go hard so we can uh, have a certain type of lifestyle so I'm going to work till we can get that lifestyle and spend that together so it can motivate you and it can halt you so for the most part nah I don't think love will distract you um and that is it for this episode like I said happy 4th of July uh, wanted to get in and out of here, you know, uh, celebrate, not, not really celebrate. You know what I mean? Uh, I did throw some shit on the grill. You know what I mean? So I'm going to cook. Um, I'm gonna eat a little something. You know what I mean? I'm going to sip some, sip some cognac. You know what I mean? And, and I'm gonna chill out this weekend. I'm gonna chill out. Uh, it's hot as hell outside. So ain't, ain't too much I'm doing out in the sun. 
Um, and again, man, if you got any questions for the podcast, send them to railtalkpod at gmail.com. Thank you for all y'all support, all y'all views, all y'all listens. Appreciate y'all. So uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, share the podcast, rate, subscribe, review, all that good shit. Be safe, though. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.